What's up, everybody? This is Zach and Amy with Be A Light. We hope that your week is going well. We want to first off thank you for the warm reception that the show has gotten. Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of people saying that they really enjoyed the show. They've reached out to us, reached out to family members to talk about it and everything, which we never would have thought that that wasn't the purpose yeah. of the show. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not just like... Oh, we're looking at like a view count. It's literally people like telling us or we're hearing by word of mouth that you guys are enjoying this and it's, um, you know, lifting your spirits mm -hmm. or teaching you something or just, um, you know, putting something positive into you. And that that's really encouraging. It's really yeah, awesome. Yeah. So it is. And it fits right with the whole reason why we're doing the show is being a light into the world and everything. So we're glad that everybody's enjoying it. Uh, we've, I've really, I know I've, we both have gotten some prayer requests from doing the show and everything. And uh, if you have any prayer requests, please let us know. Uh, you can email us at be a light show at gmail.com. Uh, and we're like, as soon as it goes off, like we're, <coughs> me and you pray about it <clears throat> and then we follow up with some scriptures and everything and uh, you know that we're, we're praying and everything so we, we really enjoy that part of it and getting to reach out and do all of that sort of stuff so yeah. um, we've hoped that you've enjoyed the show so far uh, it is available in video form just like we're doing right now but it's also available as a podcast it's being put in a ton of different places and everything. I'll put the links and all of that uh, for all the podcasts. If you like Spotify, it's on there. If you're a Stitcher person, Apple, we're still still waiting on <laughs> Apple, which Apple is usually the first one to pop, but it'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll be everywhere, and you get to enjoy it. Um, but this week, I really wanted to talk about what something that's God God has been putting into my heart uh, over the last few weeks, and it's about unity and having a relationship with God. Um, and it's been something that has just kind of morphed and developed and grown over the last few weeks. And it, it comes from, a lot of it comes from my personal relationship with God, um, where when I rededicated my life back in November, um, I got on this on this, this thought path of I've got to be thankful. I've got to be thankful. And like, it, it's something that really shaped how I view the world. I need to move more towards that again. Um, but it was, I, I want to be thankful for the things that I've gotten because a lot of us have prayer requests or prayer lists, things that we want, but not a lot of us have a list of things we're thankful for. Well, even the word says, like, come to God in thankfulness and then give your, you know, requests and everything. Because God does want to have a conversation with you, mm -hmm. but he wants you to talk about what, what he, he wants, wants to, to talk, talk about. about. Yeah. Because a lot <laughs> of times we come and we, we've got, like, our, it's like our grocery list. Well, it's like, are we praying and having a conversation with him or are we just like are we complaining and it's not that god doesn't want to hear you know 
our, our needs, worries yeah. and concerns and everything. I mean, of course he does, but um, there's a certain point where it's like, is that all that you're doing? <laughs> like, yeah. are you even like acknowledging the positive things mm. that are happening? Because I am working these other things out, you know. Yeah, and it it would be just <laughs> like a child coming up to you, and every time they come to you, instead of having a conversation with you. It's give me, give me, give me. I need this. I need that. And God doesn't want us to just be children that are constantly begging him because he wants us to be a friend. You look at David had an amazing relationship with God. And then you look at Abraham. Abraham knew God's thoughts. Like when God was going to go destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham stopped God from doing that. <laughs> I, I can get into that where it's like, it says like God changed his mind. And like, yeah. I don't, that, that's, <laughs> I had to wrap my mind around that. I promise that's what it says. Go read it. But yeah, um, it, having that relationship takes time and it takes <laughs> practice. It's just like when we started dating, I wanted to spend more and more time with you. I wanted to get to know you. I wanted to build a relationship with you. So I spent time with you. I spent time talking on the phone with you. I spent time texting you. I spent time in person because with you. Because you liked me. I you did. And I, <laughs> I did. And then I married you. <laughs> and that's that's the relationship God wants with us. He wants us to be hungry for his relationship with his uh, his being and everything. And a lot of the times we're too busy to even say hello to God, you know? And like in the morning, like what's your first thought is it of God or is, Oh, my back hurts. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just kind of retraining our thought process on all of that. So it definitely is a retraining thing. And even when it has become a habit, um, it's, not always the easiest thing because of things that are going on around us. But like you were just saying, excuse me, <coughs> um, you know, there's times when it's like we don't even give him a second thought. Mm -hmm. And it says in the word that, um, you know, that the there will be people who... Um, just go about their everyday lives like the time of Noah when it was, you know, they were just carrying on their own mm -hmm. own lives, had their own agendas, and just weren't even aware of God and the spiritual forces that are around them. It says that, that our enemy is not flesh and blood, blood. Mm -hmm. but our spiritual rulers and authorities these you know minions of the devil who are trying to come against us yep. and like people are just totally Oblivious. unaware of that yeah <coughs> um which i think is a good segue into the topic that you want to talk about today because um if we do think that people are the enemy we will be divided and yeah. going against people instead of trying to work things out and become 
unified, which is our topic for today. Yeah, and looking at Colossians 2, uh, <laughs> I got this from a friend, uh, Sarah Spooniebarger. Shout out to Sarah. She was like, you need to go read Colossians 2. And I'm like, all right, I'll go read it. And then the second verse of Colossians 2 says, I want them, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation because that's, that's my, my jam. I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. In him lie hidden, in him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. God wants us to be like a tapestry knit together or... Let's just say you had a blanket and it was just strings. Would that blanket really keep you warm? Like nothing's knit together. You know, God I, wants yeah. God wants the body of Christ to come together. There's so many divisions going on. And it's not even just the body. It's the human race as a whole. We're so divided on so many subjects. And we're not even looking at the one thing that is just staring us in the face with truth. And that's God. Yeah. And um, will you go down and read verse 9 and 10? Yeah. This is verse 9. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you are also complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. That's something that's been a topic that I've been studying is um, in... Well, throughout the gospel, and I mean, you can look back at Genesis, like it says repeatedly that we are created through Christ. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what does that actually mean? Because it yeah. sounds like this really lofty thing. <coughs> but um, I won't, like, that's for another time. That's yeah. a long discussion, but it's a really awesome one. But we were, um, like, it says in the beginning, let us make man in our image. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't one part of God that created <coughs> us. It was all three parts, yeah, Father, Trinity. Son, Holy Spirit, that um, put us together. And so when uh, humanity sinned, um, God, he kind of showed me this picture. It was literally like a part of Jesus was like ripped out from himself. Yeah. And um, I know that's kind of a weird image, but it's like having your heart broken by somebody and you feel like your heart is being ripped out. And mm -hmm. But that was the whole point of Jesus coming back to save us was to unite him, unite us back to himself yeah. and get that part of himself, you know, back because God created us and he wants to be with us, you know, and um, and he's wanting us to be personally one-on-one -on -one united with him. But in that unity, all of us can be united together. Bill Johnson said there's no grandkids <laughs> in the kingdom of God. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's a father-to-child relationship. Yeah. There's no, like... My dad's a pastor. He wasn't going to get me into the kingdom because he was holy, you know, and saved. I had to do the work myself. Your dad was talking about them this morning at church. <laughs> you know, he was like, "I can't get it for you." You know, and and that's the same thing with the relationship because 
God, God's been really showing me this, uh, and I've been reading about it and everything. If you don't have good relationships with the people in your life, your family, your friends, your colleagues, the people you go to church with, then you don't have a healthy relationship with him because you're not replicating it to your fellow man. You look at Jesus. Jesus treated people like they had already ran the race and had the gold in their hand. Like he saw the thieves, the beggars, the prostitutes, the tax collectors, all of these people already renewed through him. They were already at the end of the race. They had already had their name written in the book of life. Yeah. That's how we saw him, saw all of them. And that's the thing that we have to strive for. And it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Well, the word, the word says that we should see each other after the spirit. And that's what that's talking about is that we should, um, like, I believe that's the same area where it's talking about being discerning. And I think a lot of people... It, it is where we're supposed to be discerning in like what is of God and what isn't. Mm -hmm. But it's also seeing the gold in people, yeah. which is exactly what you're talking about. But seeing each other after the spirit, like after you have accepted Christ and what you are supposed to look like, what you can look yeah. like. Um, and just seeing the possibilities yeah. in all people, no matter no matter what. Yeah, and it, it goes to to discerning, you know, people can have a discerning spirit and they can really rely on that, but a lot of times what's going on inside of us, the way we view the world, kind of affects that discernment. And mm -hmm. it can really, if you really rely on discernment, you have to wait for revelation. You have to wait for God's voice to really give you his word he's giving you like a hint of what's going on and the revelation is the full like it's like a summary of a book but you only get like 10 words to summarize a whole book and then he's giving you the like the uh spark notes of can the rest you of the like book. just so we're not using like lofty terms or whatever um like kind of break down like because I know, like, there's times when we talk about being discerning, and there's mm -hmm. times when you tell me, like, you kind of got, like, a weird vibe from somebody, yeah. and, like, maybe explain that a little bit. So, <laughs> something that I've had all my life is the ability to discern about people. And what that means is my spirit reaches out, and I can feel what spirits are on them. And I know that might sound weird it but it's i can feel what they're about well and i think i know that everybody has some level of that it's like you're just you're interacting with somebody or somebody walks in the room and there's just um there's something about them a vibe that they're giving mm -hmm. off yeah, a lot of people would say, oh, that person uh, sends out good vibes, or man, they're really mellow. You know, it's that it's that kind of thing, and being discerning can help you. It can help you get out of bad situations, not deal with certain people and everything, but you have to be very, very careful not to abuse that because you can get to a point where you're not listening to God. You're listening to, like I said, the 10 word 
description of something and not waiting for the full summary from God to give it to you, which is the revelation. And you can prejudge, you can judge somebody. And if you speak that over people, then some people won't trust people. Uh, like I, judging a book by its cover. Yeah, you know, judging a book by its cover and everything. Because, again, we have to see the good in people. Yeah. And we have to believe that that's a possibility. And if they're doing something wrong and everything, instead of, oh, they're, they're going to hell because... They, they, they're smoking cigarettes and they got tattoos and uh, they got the earrings in their ears. That's, that is, <laughs> God isn't looking at all of that. God's yeah. looking at their spirit and what they can be. Yeah. And it goes back to like Jesus. Jesus hung out with, he didn't hang out with the religious people. He didn't hang out with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Those are the people that wanted to kill him. He hung out with the people that needed him the most. The tax collectors, the, the prostitutes, the, yeah, fishermen. <laughs> you know? But, but he, I mean, like, and when, like, the religious leaders questioned, about, questioned him about that, he was like, um, you know, sick people are the ones that need a doctor. And if you don't acknowledge that you need the Lord mm-hmm. or that you need to you know love people and see the best in people then you're you're missing out on what the kingdom really is yeah and like i said (laughs) god's been really dealing with me about seeing the gold in people because you know it it's a challenge at some at points and everything it's a really a challenge but man like when you when you look at somebody and you see, like, you let your spirit just open up and see that person the way God sees them, man, it is totally, tra- like, it's just a transformation. You're like, man, that's what they can be. How can I help them get to that point? Yeah. And with unity, and in, in that that's where we're getting to, you have to have good relationships before you can have unity. You have to be able to communicate with people. You have to treat them with respect. You have to see them where God wants them to be. And then the unity starts coming into play. You start getting knit together. And I, it's just a huge thing for me is unifying the body of Christ. is is such a big thing right now that I just want to shout it from the rooftop. You're like, let's just go. Let's unify. Let's do this thing. <laughs> And you, th- everybody's like, "Oh, what denomination are you?" Come on. Denomination means division. I'm just just using the the word that people use to describe the church. Well, like when you're talking to, when you're getting to know somebody, talking to them, and you know, you both are churchgoers that. Are, one of the first things yeah. you get asked is, you know, what denomination are you? And I get that that's like, you know, figuring out, okay, maybe, you know, what do they believe? Um, you know, it it can it can tell a good bit about a person, but honestly, every church is different. Mm-hmm. Every person is different. Just because you go to a church doesn't mean that you're walking right with the Lord or that you completely agree with everything in that church. Like it doesn't mean anything. Like it just means maybe some traditions that you follow. Yeah. Like 
Danny was saying earlier, Pastor David uh, was saying earlier today, there are a lot of Adams sitting in the church. Yeah. And what that means is it took Christ to connect humanity back with God. And if you're not connected with Jesus, you're still living as Adam. So there's a lot of people that go to church, and that's awesome, but they're not living that life. They don't have that relationship with Jesus, and he is he wants it so bad. Yeah. He wants it so bad. And I know you were reading that one scripture, like his prayer uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, yeah, I just before we were filming this, like um, the Gospel of John, I've been reading it. And um, listening to it on my Bible app, just listening to it repeatedly. Um, and the more you listen to it, there's, there's just so much in there. Like you, it's like a, it's you can like never a, stop getting stuff out of it. It's like going to Chick Fil A. There's all, <laughs> like, there's so much on the menu, and you can just keep getting more and more, and it's all delicious. <laughs> That's the word of God. <laughs> so what you're saying is the gospel of John is like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Pretty much. No. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things that has fascinated mm-hmm. me is not Chick-fil-A, but um, the prayer of Jesus. That's what um, the New Living Translation calls it. It's um, chapter 17, the, the whole chapter of John. And... Um, mm. It's Jesus talking to the Father before he is betrayed, literally right before. Mm-hmm. And um, it's amazing that right before he's about to be betrayed, and he models how we're supposed to pray like we were talking about. Yeah. Um He's like thanking God that he's about to be glorified. Yeah. And I can't think <laughs> too much about that because I was getting emotional about it. But um, he gets to um, where he's talking about his disciples and asking for God to protect them. And um, we get to uh, verse 21. Again, this is John 17. Um, verse 21 I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one as you are in me father I am in you and may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me (coughs) excuse me verse 22 I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one. I'm, I'm reading it slowly because there's a lot of back and forth um, with we are one. <laughs> Excuse me. I am, in, I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. <laughs> and so he was he was praying that we would be unified Mm -hmm. and um i i love the new living translation um in the print um because it gives a lot of 
um, references to like expand on things. And um, one of the references was back to John 10, uh, verse 38. Uh, it's uh, Jesus talking about um, knowing the scriptures. He was talking to um, the Pharisees, I believe. And um, in verse 38, he says, But if I do his work, talking about the Father's work, um, believe in the evidence of the miraculous works I have done, even if you don't believe me, then you will know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. But that was referenced... When he was talking about unity... Unity, us, unity <laughs> to me means that despite, and it's not even despite differences, it's the fact that we have differences, but we realize that that makes us dependent on each other mm-hmm. and we have to work together as the body of Christ. Yeah. And we had <laughs> talked, I want to say, in one of the previous episodes about how each individual person is a different part of the mm-hmm. body of Christ. And unity does not mean uniformity. Amen. And each person has their own gifts, their own abilities, and their own weaknesses that they have to overcome. But each person in the body of Christ, unified together, creates the bride of Christ. Yeah. And in Revelations, it talks about how beautiful the bride of Christ is. And John didn't even want to even describe how beautiful the bride of Christ was because he wouldn't do justice. That's what he says. I wouldn't even do it justice in explaining it. And that is just so amazing because all of us joined together creates the bride of Christ. And I love that it referenced back to this John 10 verse because that is a miraculous work that can only be done through us believing and loving the Lord and doing what he's asked us to do. And that's loving each other. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that is a miraculous work. And um, I, if you want to read it for yourself, I'll, if you want to pull it up, um, Galatians 3.28 it talks about there being no more barriers literally like um the roles that we think of um it it says like jew and gentile male and female um yeah there is no longer a jew or gentile (laughs) slave or free male and female for you all are all one in christ and now that you belong in christ you are the true children of abraham you're his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. And when I, when I read that, my first thought was the, um, where the Bible talks about the world is groaning. The entire, like, I mean, you can just, you can get on Facebook, you can turn on the news, you see that there is this outcry for people to be accepted, for people to be loved, for people to come together but it's a counterfeit of what it's really supposed mm-hmm. to be. Um, 
because like where it's saying like male and female um i mean there's this whole cultural thing of trying to break down gender roles to the point where people are confused about what gender they are and that's a counterfeit of what it's really supposed to be we are supposed to be strong in our identity and still be appreciated for the fact that we are different and getting into male and female roles is a whole other discussion yep. in itself um but i mean we are sitting here mm -hmm. male and female man and wife and <coughs> we're not it's not like one of us is smarter than the other or more capable than the other we're sitting here having a conversation yep. and that we're you know feeding off of what each other is saying and edifying each other um, building up each other in the truth that we're sharing with each other because revelations i have are different from revelations that you have and i'm thankful for that because yeah. they build off of each other i mean almost every week especially in the last few months going to church there's things that um the wonderful people that have been teaching sunday school our pastor um it's almost like saying the same things that we've been reading that we've been studying and it's this confirmation because when we are looking to god and asking him what are you saying right now what are you trying to talk to us about right now whenever we're looking to the same person for that revelation and that intimate connection and searching out the word together it's in our own time but when we come mm -hmm. together god is he is wanting to unify the church that's yeah. why it's a miraculous work because it's done through him and if we're looking to god and saying what are you saying right now what do you want me to like what do you want me to look at because the fact that you are talking like because this is something that zach has been talking about unit unification and in the last two weeks some of the churches that we just we watched their sermons um mm -hmm. bethel um out in california and elevation church they both have really been promoting um their home groups like their um, e home or small groups yeah home small group bible study groups mm -hmm. and telling people get connected because you have to be the relationship has to be yeah. there <laughs> and that's so sweet it's just like god wants us to have those relationships because it is training us how to have a relationship with him yeah. and when you have good relationships it makes it so much easier to make like unify like it's just <laughs> it's like you have two lego pieces and you bring those two lego pieces together and then guess what they connect and then you build an awesome millennium falcon <laughs> <laughs> well um <clears throat> Because we are followers of Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit, we're supposed to display the fruits of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I can sit at home and I can pray all day, I can read, which I love doing, um, but I can't sit here and say that I have fruits of the Spirit 
because love and patience those are only displayed when you're interacting with people mm-hmm. <laughs> um you can look at galatians five nineteen. i was trying to flip to it that talks about um when you follow the desires of your sinful nature the results are very clear and there's this whole list of things and one of them two of them dissension and division yep But you go down to verse 22. Again, this is Galatians 5. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit, um, fruit of the Spirit that are, it's evidence of the kingdom of God. What it's like in heaven, we are displaying. Yeah, we are displaying here, kingdom culture. Um, The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. And even if you're not, someone who's really like versed in church or anything like that most people have heard these things because they're like you look at <laughs> any pinterest list you're gonna see love you're gonna see the, peace yeah, love, joy, joy peace, patience that. kindness goodness faithfulness and self-control and gentleness yeah but you're, those are all things it's like self-control that's something that can be done on your own mm-hmm. but that's also something that when you're with people do you have self-control yeah that's another thing it's like when you're with somebody they might want to do something that your spirit's like you don't need to do that <laughs> do you have that self-control it's time to test <laughs> what you made you got of. self-control <laughs> <laughs> it's time to test what you made like of sister <laughs> but i mean love the greatest of all these things, the word says, is love. Yeah. And that's only displayed through connection to other people. Yeah, and Pastor David, which is weird to say, uh, <laughs> my father spoke this morning and he opened up today with Hebrews 10 and 25. Every every time I... If y'all have a Hebrew <laughs> scripture that you're reading or this, send it to me because like <laughs> Hebrews is like... I... This summer, like, God was like, go read Hebrews. And it's just, it's done so much for me. So anytime somebody brings up Hebrews, I just start laughing because I'm like, okay, God, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> uh, And this is from the Passion Translation. And this goes exactly with unity. This is not the time to pull away and neglect, neglect meaning together, as mm-hmm. some have formed the habit of doing. I know, I love coming home and just, not talking to anybody. I don't, that doesn't really happen, but I'll, if I get the chance, he has to talk. Yeah. I have to talk to her. Uh, if I get the chance, I'd come back here and play video games for like three or four hours, you know, and not talk to anybody. So don't do that. That's what he's saying. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day drawing. Like, we should be encouraging each other. We should be lifting each other up and be like, man, this is what God's been telling me. Man, this, and that's the thing. Like, me and Amy feed off of each other. Like, we, like, because when I get a word, I'm like, I got to tell you something. And you're like, did God tell you that you could say it to me? And I'm like, I'll, always check with God first. I've, that's something I just sidebar. 
if God is like talking to you about something, telling you something, like pray it out and just ask the Holy Spirit, is this okay for me to talk about? And even and a lot of times if you have to ask the Holy Spirit if it's okay to do something, about 90% of the time it's probably not. That 10% really check it out (laughs) yeah um but just because some things are not they're still cooking they're still yeah the the plant's still growing you know but anyway keep going it like me and (laughs) me and amy will go back and forth and we'll just be talking about the stuff that we've either read or that god has showed us or we've been praying about and that we need to agree together on and that has grown us a lot and i think it's grown us very quickly as well yeah and we're constantly putting more of the word into us because we're we're reading we're listening we're we're doing all of these things we're doing daily devotionals and i i know that's like oh they're doing daily devotionals and all that but i it has helped me see a lot and they're totally free you just get the free app on your phone the bible app from Life Church and then I mean, I got these other Bibles, but it's just easier to flip while we're sitting here in this situation. But like, this f- is pretty much what I use on a daily basis because oh, yeah. I can highlight things, I can make notes, and I mean, <laughs> I I had like there's like a badge thing where it's like if you make like a hundred notes mm-hmm. or. Five, I got like a hundred note thing the other day. I didn't even realize I had done that many. I'm not sitting here like Brad, like I made all these notes, but it's just like, it's, you know, it's an easy way to do it. And I mean, so many people have these now and it's like, instead of scrolling through Facebook for hours, I literally, I have to rearrange the apps on my phone. So I do not habitually go to the same place and just, mindlessly get on facebook it it's crazy how mindless it is to do that i got the notification <laughs> i think a few weeks ago it was like you've been on facebook for 12 years and patrick barnett was in the office and i came in i was like i just got told this i was like i wonder if i had all the time that i spent on facebook back what i could accomplish wow you know it's 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 just one of those things but I mean, we're not saying like Facebook is this horrible thing because it is a connection sort of thing. And I mean, that's what we're using to share these videos, Mm -hmm. to communicate with you guys. Like there's nothing wrong with it. No. It's how much is it consuming your time and what are you doing with it, you know? All right, we're going to, we're going to, this is going to be part one. We're, We're going, we're getting long in the tooth, as they would say. It's hard to stop talking about it. Well, it's hard to stop talking about the goodness of God. (laughs) But I think this was a lot of scripture, and we'll still give you some scripture, but I think in the part two we'll give some more practical and personal stories. And So, yeah, stay tuned, because this is a really awesome conversation. Yeah, so don't forget, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button on the Facebook page and everything. Comment. Uh, Yes. Tell us what you're thinking. Yeah. You're... Your ideas about what we're talking about. Yeah, we love to get conversations going. So that's why we're we're putting it out there. Uh, the podcasts are there as well. If you have any prayer requests, please let us know. We love getting to pray with you. Yeah. Uh, show at gmail.com. Send them there. We'll be praying over it. As soon as we get it, man, we stop. We 
we pray. We pray. Yeah. We talk to Jesus and we talk to God. And we, we want to partner with you in agreement on situations that are going on. So please reach out to us on that. Uh, and as every episode ends, we're going to pray with everybody. So uh, here we go. Lord, we thank you for the time and opportunity to come together to read your word and to grow in you, Lord. I pray that today, it, under the sound of my voice, if someone does not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, that you come in and they open their hearts to you. They just open up their lives and they dedicate and say, you are my personal Lord and Savior. I give everything over to you, God, and that I am ready and willing that your will is my will now. God, I just thank you for those people that have made that dedication today, that have made that change in their lives, and that you are going to show up and show out, Lord, because you are so good. God, I just give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, everybody. We hope that you enjoyed it. Share it with somebody that you love. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. This has been Zach. And Amy. Have a week. 